Hello, and welcome to the Blog You Want in a Time You Have podcast, the show that empowers you to stop making excuses to not blog and realize the potential of content marketing. I'm your host, Scott Winteroth, co-founder of contentacademy.com. I invite you to join me each episode for actionable strategies for elevating your blog to the next level and hear from other content rock stars who will share with you exactly what keeps them on task so you can stop wishing for success and start living to your fullest potential. Ready? Three, two, one, publish. Hey everyone, Scott Winteroth, and this is the Blog You Want in the Time You Have podcast. I wanted to share some ideas and thoughts about trademarks and copyrights. I get this question a lot in my blogging workshops. Do Should I trademark or how do I get a trademark for my blog or what's a copyright and what's the difference between the two? So I thought I would take a moment to share some sort of tips and advice that I have um, accumulated over the years. Uh, I do need to say I'm not an attorney. Uh, I'm not. I don't play one on TV. <laughs> but so I highly, highly, highly recommend reaching out to a professional attorney who specializes in copyrights and trademarks if you feel like you need to um, pursue something like this. But in the meantime, if you're just thinking about it or it's something that's on the back of your mind, I wanted to share some ideas and tips that I have sort of accumulated over the years from talking to various um, business owners and attorneys and other uh, creators who have gone through the process of trademarking or copywriting. So first of all, let's break down the two right away trademarks versus copyrights. So a copyright is really meant to be a way to protect a piece of work, like a work of art. Um, You'll notice on many websites in the very bottom footer, there is a copyright symbol plus potentially the year, like copyright 2019. And this is because whenever you publish something, whenever you create a piece of work, for example, I'm creating this podcast. So this podcast is copyright to Scott Winteroth. And I can say that because I am the creator, right? Um, there's no legal protection potentially involved in that, but um, by just by the nature of me creating it and sharing it with the public, I have that copyright. Photographers get that a lot too. Like for example, if I take a photo of something, and as long as the photo doesn't have an identifiable trademark or uh, identity identity in it, like for example, like uh, per- a person's face, then I can or um, a piece of machinery that is trademarked or patented then I can claim the the copyright to that photo. I own the copyright of that photo as long as there isn't something in that photo that potentially could be a legal issue, right? So copyrights are essentially granted to whoever is the person who created that work of art. Now, let's say I wanted to continue to protect that work of art even further. Then I would need to go and copyright, uh, register that copyright with the United States Copyright Office. And um, a simple Google search will, will find you the information on that, and I'll provide it in the show notes. But ultimately, a copyright can be filed that's about, I believe, $60, and you can use that to file a work of art. So, for example, a book or an ebook or um, something substantial, maybe like you did a really long post, I don't know, something that you decide that you want to copyright, you can file that copyright with the United States Copyright Office. That way, if you want to sue someone else or you want to claim the copyright legally, like in the courts, then you have that protection to do so. But um, you don't have your copyright legally until you file that copyright. So there's a bit of a process. This is, again, something that can be done online. Uh, You can file a copyright through copyright.org, or you can go ahead and uh, speak with an attorney who can help you file that copyright. It's a rather straightforward process. I recommend looking into it. Uh, and, And I'm sure you'd find all the information you need online to file a copyright. 
Uh, I will be doing it myself soon, um, I'm happy to say. So I will let you know how that goes uh, in, a, in a future episode. But on the flip side, I also want to talk a little bit about trademarks because trademarks are different than copyrights. Trademarks are meant to um, protect a, uh, a trade name, right, or a business name or a slogan, that kind of thing, uh, a logo, right? Stuff that represents a brand that's for sale in the global mar- in the U.S. marketplace or global marketplace, depending on where or how you register your trademark. You know, we, we're all for, sort of familiar with global brands. You know, maybe it's a McDonald's or a Coca-Cola, right? And whenever you see these brands' logos anywhere, you always see like a little circle with an R, right? That represents a reg- that means that that logo or that name has is a registered trademark of that particular corporation or um, business owner, right? So this is a little bit more of an in-depth process to trademark your business's name or your business slogan or your business's identity, your business's brand mark, right? So this requires a lot more money. In the United States, it's around seven, dollars $800 just to file the trademark. Plus, most likely you're going to want to work with an attorney who can help shepherd you through the process. There's lots of legalese. This isn't like a self-serve process. It, there's a lot of like... Um, different sort of legal things that come up that you'll have to kind of figure out if you do it on your own. There are obviously services like LegalZoom and Incorporate and stuff like that online, which which will also help you do it. Um, and the, the truth is it's always a good idea to protect your sort of intellectual property, uh, to protect your trademark, to protect your brand. Um, I will say for most bloggers who are maybe looking to to, to trademark their the name of their blog or their podcast or their YouTube channel or whatever, you know, it's something that you probably would want to do eventually, but it's not something I highly recommend doing the day you start doing it, right? Um, I know over the years, um, some of the bloggers I've worked with went ahead and did it anyways, and they kind of thought it was a waste of time and money. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't protect it. Obviously, we all have we all have aspirations, and we will get there of becoming a household name. And at that point, you'll probably definitely want to make sure you have a trademark. But in the meantime. You know, just focus on creating content, focus on getting content out there. And then when your brand has enough sort of, um, I want to say brand assets or you have enough money in the bank, then go ahead and start the trademark process. I would expect to spend anywhere from 700 at the very minimum to, you know, about $2,000 to register a trademark if you want to work with an attorney. Maybe more if your trademark is contested, meaning other people uh, are claiming your trademark. Maybe other people will say that your trademark is something that would be in um, contest to what they have or um, other just random legal things that come. For example, when I registered a trademark, I had to uh, file a petition because um, it, just, it was like a, a, a trademark order and I didn't really understand it. So I needed to hire an attorney to help me walk me through that process. So either way, trademarks are more likely something you're going to need to do uh, with an attorney. Now on the flip side, with trademarks, lots of flip sides in this uh, episode. But on the flip side, you can also sort of like have a trademark without registering it, if that makes sense. So for example, on a lot of the websites that I have launched, um, even on the blog you want in the time you have, I have a little trademark logo at the end of it. Because for me and for my business, this is a trademark. I'm using the blog you want in the time you have as a trademark. I just haven't registered it yet with the U.S., trademark office, right? U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, USPTO.gov. So um, so basically, I have the trademark on there. It's sort of as a way to show people that, yes, this is a trademark, so you may not want to use it. And eventually, I'm going to register with the U.S. 
trademark patent and trademark office, but I'm not going to do that until I have sort of the resources and the, the longevity into the brand to do that. Um, also, another reason why I recommend waiting is because sometimes you have a trademark. You might actually have a trademark, right? Which you, you have it, but it's, sometimes it's hard to enforce it uh, if you don't have the legal resources ready to sort of um, take action. So for example, let's say someone out there creates a website similar to your trademark. Uh, then in an ideal scenario, you'd have your attorney write them a letter saying, please cease and desist using my trademark. Uh, this is otherwise I'm going to have to take you to court. Well, the truth is it's only enforceable if you have the resources to do that, meaning the money to pay the attorney and the money to pay for the court time if, you're, if you want to contest that person who may be violating your trademark. So the long story short, registering a trademark would be a really good idea, but it's really expensive. So make sure you have the resources and the time to not only pay for the registration and have an attorney, but also enforce the trademark once you have it in your possession. So just some for, sort of food for thought. In the meantime, I do recommend using the TM. You can't use the R with a circle because it's not a registered trademark, but you can use the TM, uh, the, the superscript TM, with something that would be a potentially a trade name. And that use that as a way to sort of um, remind yourself that this is a trademark and that you should be careful how you present it and that you should always present it in a way that is in line with how you want your brand to re be represented online. Also, uh, I think one thing that a lot of content creators always get wrong is that the trademark potentially only has to show on one reference of that particular web page or post. So like, for example, I have the blog you want and the time you have in the header with the little trademark logo. So I don't necessarily have to have the TM or the R or the C, depending on what you're using, with every single reference to the blog you want the time you have on that page. Some people do that. Uh, again, you should, you should consult your attorney on this. But ultimately, from my understanding of working in corporate communications over the years with lawyers and attorneys, that you really only need the trademark logo on the first reference of that particular page. So just keep that in mind. So there are lots of things you should know when it comes to registering or, or, or using trademarks and copyrights. One, um, sort of the basic, just to, to recap, one, you already have a copyright. It's just up to you if you want to file that copyright with the United States Copyright Office. That will run you about 60 bucks at a, bit, at a minimum with a filing fee online. And you can do it for any type of work of art um, that is uh, available to copyright. There's different mediums and formats that are not available to copyright. Um, but you know, um, I think like, for example, and I could be wrong, but you can't, you can copyright lyrics, but you can't copyright sounds, right? So uh, certain things can and cannot be copyrighted. You should definitely check it out. I'll add a link to the show notes to the copyright office and information on this, but definitely check out what can be and what can't be. And just make sure that you know what you're doing when you get that to that particular process. And then trademarks are different than copyrights. Trademarks are to, um, protect a trade name, a, a logo mark, or a slogan. And those are go, those go through the United States Patent and Trademark Office on the USPTO website, USPTO.gov, at least here in the United States. You can search for existing trademarks and ex that are available. So it's always a good idea to sort of search to see what's out there, if anything. It's free to search, and you can just check out and see if there's anything out there that is potentially close to your brand or something that your brand could potentially be infringing on someone else's mark. If it is, then you really have to decide what you're going to do. You might want to change it to be something else, or you might want to consult an attorney to see if you are in the clear on that as well. Uh, so definitely go search the USPTO's website 
for existing trademarks. Obviously, um, as I didn't mention, it all is patents. If you have a physical product or a physical um, machine that you want to patent or a particular practice or business um, uh, method, then you go through a patent. I don't know anything about patents. I'm not going to lie. So I'm not, that's all I'm going to say. But there's also patents that is another way to sort of protect your intellectual property or IP. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that's a good um, sort of uh, very basic introduction or intro level. Again, I'm not an attorney, so I highly recommend you speak with an attorney if you have more complex concerns. But in terms of people who are blogging and creating content, go and start slapping that trademark on your name and um, use it in a way to help protect your identity and focus on getting a registered trademark in the future. But in the, in the early stages, focus on creating great content. And that will be the best way to help protect your identity. Something I always say, you're better off getting it out there and putting your name associated with it than you are worrying about the legal issues on the back end. For example, uh, maybe you have a certain process or a certain way you want to coach someone or a certain sort of trade thing you're trying to build. For example, the digital acquisition cycle for me, that's like I'm trying to coin that right as a thing. And it's best just to get it out there and get my name associated with it, I think, than trying to go through the legal process and then doing that. Going the legal process in a lot of ways is the easy way out, right? Creating great content and marketing it and getting it out there is sometimes harder. So create worry about the legal stuff later. Unfortunately, I'm sure my attorney would not be happy I said that. And then ultimately um, go with what's right, get it out there and worry about it later. If anything, keep a log of when you first start using a trademark name. For example, um, write down the day that you maybe incorporated or the day that you first started using that trademark in public because they will ask you that when you go to register your trademark later on. So anyways, I hope that was helpful. Um, and if, oh, as always, be sure to check out our website at bloggyouwant.com. And also don't forget to check out my um, partner's uh, podcast, Becca Stewart, who is the co-founder of Content Academy with me. Her podcast is Succeed with Content Strategy. She's got a lot of great episodes on how to become a content strategist. And um, please, please, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Google Play or the podcast service of your choice. That would be really helpful and I would appreciate it. Uh, till, that's it till next time and uh, keep blogging.